Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a November 28th Monday episode of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia-Gunderson, a writer for BlazersEdge.com and the former Blazers beat writer for the Vancouver Columbian. Welcome back to the show. It's Monday. We're getting back out there. The week has started once again. And some things have not changed since the holiday weekend and things are not changing with the Blazers as of right now. Portland Trail Blazers lose on Sunday to the Houston Rockets, 130-114. to The Blazers now fall to 9-10 on the season. Houston led, of course, as they often are, by James Harden. James Harden, 38 points, 10 assists. Eric Gordon, 26 points, 5 assists, and Clint Capella, uh, the big man in the middle for Houston, with 21 points and 9 rebounds. Blazers lose despite 28 points from and 7 assists from C.J. McCollum and 27 points, 5 assists, 5 rebounds from Damian Lillard. First time that the Blazers lose when those two guys combine for 55 points or more this season. And that's because obviously, as you heard in the reporting of that final score, that they gave up 130. So yeah, sixth time that they, they've given up 120 points in a game so far this season. And I believe that was the second time that they've given up over 130. And they came pretty close to giving up 130 against the Warriors in that game when the Warriors were here earlier in the month of November. But the the Blazers still they still can't figure it out defensively. Not having Al Farouk Aminu is making things really hard on them, according to uh, according to NBA.com. When Al Farouk Aminu takes the floor, it's almost a nine point difference in terms of the, how much points they give up on a per possession basis, and it is pretty much the difference between the Blazers being a awful defensive team, which is what they have been, especially during this, you know, two plus a week stretch without Aminu. They've been the worst defensive team in the league. And when he's out and he, then he comes in the game, Blazers are about an average defensive team 
in terms of defensive rating. So the Blaze, having Aminu back will will help, I think, take care of uh, of some of the the struggles so far. But uh, again, they've given up 126 times so far this season, and they've almost given up 133 times. Still no timetable on Alfaruk Aminu's return. They said he would be reevaluated after two weeks, but still, there has been no update on the timetable for Aminu or when he might be back. They they haven't updated it or anything like that, and that's that's how the Blazers do things. Uh, ever since the Blazers have had Neil Olshay, the, they will give general timetables, but if something goes over that, it's usually they just just no update. There's there the, it just is what the last update was until further notice and. That's where we are with the Minu right now. They said it would be around two weeks uh, from that that game. Bef- they played the Kings uh, in mid-November. It's been over two weeks now, and Aminu's still not back. They desperately need him, and they are fighting for a playoff. They're fighting to even be in the playoff picture right now without him. This is showing... The, the value of defense, rebounding on the wing, to have someone that can make things harder for players on the perimeter on a consistent basis. The Blazers just haven't had Aminu, and that has really hurt. But this obviously all can't fall on him. The Blazers have got to figure out a way to defend. And something that I want to touch on with regards to their defense is... Something that I think a lot of people are pointing to right now, especially in a time of struggle, that maybe the notion that Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum are not the right pairing together to, to, to have a winning basketball team and that perhaps last year's season was was fluky or lucky or what have you. I think it's a little too early to start discussing breaking them up I, I I've heard this from multiple people that uh, you know have people multiple people have have suggested it but not uh, just because of how how they've struggled and the defense has been really hard I think Aminu is such a big part of this puzzle basketball is a five-man game and Aminu pretty much is the perfect piece to have alongside the the duo of guards that they have and again the starting lineup that they had to start the season is a really good lineup. They play stingy defense, at least they did in the first couple of games that they were able to play before Aminu went down, and they play great offense. So I I, I think that, that we can pump the brakes on they've got to break it up because it's 19 games in. This is still with Turner. I think it's a new team, and I think – Fitting Turner in is, is is still tricky. He's playing much better, and I think that that is an encouraging sign. The Blazers have not been quite as bad. The out they have not been outscored quite as much when Turner has been on the floor as of late in the last five games or so. When Turner shot fifty percent, his plus minus has been a little bit better. Still in the negative, but still better than where he was at prior to him shooting well. So so that shooting is helping a little bit. But their defense still, it, 
they they I I think they've got to relax a little bit. I it's it's hard obviously to do that when you're a team that comes into the season with high expectations to do really well and you're not living up to those expectations. But the Blazers do have some things to fall back on and I think once Aminu gets back, that will help them. And this is not the first time that a team with high expectations has come into a season and in the first quarter of the season have really failed to play up to those expectations. Uh, I, I think of Memphis a couple of years ago when Mark Gasol was out for a while. And while Aminu is not on Gasol's level in terms of the health of the defense, he is as important as any Blazer. So that... It, it, is something that the Blazers just have to deal with. That that those are the breaks. That's what happens in an 82 game season. And what they have to do is whenever Aminu does come back is they've got to they've got to take advantage of that fact that their defense should be better, but it, it's still going to be on the the collective to to carry on even when Aminu isn't in the game or when Aminu isn't out there because he can't play 48 minutes. And 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 I've I've been disappointed with with Alan Crabb's defense so far this season. I I, I feel like he's regressed on that end. It, it looks like a guy who, if his shots not falling, he he doesn't want to be as engaged, or he, or he just maybe subconsciously just is not as engaged. And the Blazers need Crabb to. I I know that he is an offensive player. I know that he was an offensive player in college, and I know that he was a major factor for the Blazers last season and the Blazers to go far are going to need crab, but he's got to defend better. He's got to be more locked into the dirty work stuff because the Blazers need guys that are willing to dedicate themselves to defending, to being disruptive on that end and just knocking down open shots. They don't need guys that they, they don't need guys to be offensive stars. And while they do need crab to shoot the ball offensively, I think what they need more from him is just a willingness to do the dirty work. I, I uh, have been a little a little concerned by, by, by Crab's play so far this season. He nor Turner really have done much of a great job defending. <laughs> the team has not played well defensively when Crab or Turner are in the game. So that is... As much as the offense has been an issue for those guys, you don't want to see your your bench guys having uh, super high offense, uh, super high defensive ratings because they're playing against second units most of the time. And while a lot of good teams have talented offensive players on their bench, a lot of teams that the Blazers are facing don't have that, and that. Uh, it's really hard to fathom that the offensive rating can be higher when bench units are in, when they're playing against inferior competition. Yet, that's what's been happening a lot with some of the Blazers' role guys is that they just they they haven't played well on either end, and and. I don't I don't know when when they are going to figure that out because it doesn't seem like those rotations are going to be changing anytime soon. I I I'm I'm not really sure because I I don't know whether it's it's opponents hitting hitting outside shots against these guys that that they otherwise would be hitting but they're 
overall the Blazers are letting guys get to the basket too much, and they're they're not really slowing guys down around there. And and, and I don't know where they find that consistency because Aminu will help in the lineups that he plays in, but the Blazers still have to figure out something for that back line. Their communication is awful. It doesn't seem like Plumlee is very good at directing traffic in the middle. Ed Davis is probably their best defender, but he's a little too small to really be an anchor for a defense, especially with one that has Lillard and McCollum. And and it's a bummer that that Festus Azili situation is what it is because he's out indefinitely. It doesn't look like he is going to be back anytime soon. And by anytime soon, I, I, I'm starting to wonder if it's anytime this year at all because he, he had to get another opinion. Jason Quick reported the other day that the Blazers PR staff are not letting Festus Azili take questions or answer questions which is an automatic red flag as it should. It, it, so, you know, anytime you hear PR is not letting a guy talk to the media, red flag, a uh, little reminiscent of what the Bulls did throughout those Derrick Rose years where Rose was kept from talking to the media but once or twice a year. And uh, it was on the fans and the media to fill in the blanks on the official reports about what was going on. And Azili had to get another opinion on his knee. He didn't, he wasn't with the team for the first part of the last road trip, met them in New York, and there's been no updates. And it doesn't seem like we're going to get one. And it seems like every bit of reporting, in addition to what we're hearing from the Blazers, casts a lot of doubt about whether Azili will even play this year. And, that is a major concern, and especially with where the defense is right now, it's continue, It's showing you that if they don't have Aminu in, in there at the four, and even if they do, they still need someone to help them bridge that gap between average and good defense. And they're not even at average right now. They're at the worst in the league. And Aminu kind of helps them get to average, but they still don't have that big man, that anchor behind their defense that can direct things, call things out correctly, hold things down in the middle, not let every ball handler, every every point guard, every backup point guard getting to the middle of the defense. And a guy like Robin Lopez was kind of perfect for that uh, type of role when he was here in Portland and the Blazers played pretty decent defense when Robin Lopez was here, but they they need a guy that can kind of be a deterrent and they don't have that guy on the roster right now because I I don't think they trust Myers Leonard to be an anchor. Mason Plumlee, we've seen him play enough defense to know that he's not really an anchor and Ed Davis is just not big enough. I don't think to, 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 to truly be a defensive anchor starting center, perhaps in a, in a game against, in a situation against the Warriors or something where you can have smaller guys in the middle. But uh, against most teams, they need a guy that can kind of hold things down defensively. And I wonder where that, where that's going to come because it, it just looks like Azili may not be that guy. And if he's not that guy, that guy isn't on the roster. And I think that when we looked at the team last year, at the end of everything, 
I think that was one of the biggest needs on this roster uh, in this during the summer and in free agency, and that's why Neil Olshay went after Hassan Whiteside, and that's why the Blazers still are, are are looking for answers at center, and they haven't signed an extension with Mason Plumlee. They did sign Myers Leonard to a, a nice little deal in the summer, but that's not really what starters make these days. So. Yeah, I don't know what what, what the situation is going to be with Azili and and what the Blazers do to help sure up that defense and 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 that position at center defensively. Do they try and explore a trade? And I'm not talking about a big trade, but centers are Danny Larue, our friend from Locked On Warriors and the Locked On and the uh, Dunked On Basketball Podcast and Real GM Radio, as well as you know. Very smart basketball guy. And he's talked a lot about how every team wants to move their centers because centers are starting to become more obsolete. Teams are going to smaller lineups. Teams are switching things up. But the Blazers are, are a team that needs a, a true center, a center that can defend the rim, that can help make up for shortcomings of his teammates and really just help smooth things over and the Blazers haven't had that guy for the last couple of years and it seems like that market there's a glut in that market there's a lot of teams that have a lot of big men and it seems like everybody wants to move them so there is a market out there I think for the Blazers to explore which won't cost them having to give up CJ McCollum and these aren't you know I don't think they, they I don't think they are in the market for a star at that position right now. I know DeMarcus Cousins is, is the dream. I know that uh, a lot of guys, and, 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 I, and I know that increasingly a lot of, uh, a lot of Blazer fans are wondering whether giving up a guy like CJ McCollum for a guy like, like DeMarcus Cousins is the right move. But I, I think it might be worth trying to keep those two together. I just, I, do think that when they get when they're offensively that it's such a unique tandem that it's still something special and I think the Blazers can improve their prospects as a team and can improve their prospects in the Western Conference just by adding a guy like say Costa Kufos in Sacramento veteran center knows how to protect the rim has played on good defenses before smart player and is in a situation where he's kind of been marginalized by the selection and the roster construction by the Kings of drafting young center after young center after young center and Zach Lowe uh, mentioned teams should look at Costa Kufos in his article about the Blazers last week on ESPN.com. Lowe, of course, a guy that knows a lot about the league, is well-sourced. So if he's suggesting that, it may, you know, carries a little bit more weight behind it. And I, I think that the Blazers should look hard at seeing what they can what they can get out there on the market because it seems like there's a lot of teams that have these spare parts that don't fit for most teams in the modern NBA but the Blazers need guys like that that are more throwback style big men that can control can try and control the paint a little bit 
Plumley is great and is a great pick and roll decision maker at, at, out of those situations and and making plays offensively and he he's fantastic to watch but defensively he's just not he's not a helper in the way that the Blazers need for how their team is constructed and they've got to find a way to get a big man in there that can defend and I think that there's a lot of guys out there on that trade market that may be able to help them in the middle and and help control things a guy like Kufos is a guy that I would really be interested in and I think would definitely help the Blazers almost immediately and with Azili's situation being what it is I I think the Blazers will start looking in that direction sooner rather than later I don't know what it will take I don't know if it will take a pick or you know maybe a prospect but uh I think the the Blazers are for where they are right now they're not in the playoff picture nine and ten Aminu his return is still uncertain as of right now when he comes back that when he comes back that will help but I think the Blazers are entering a situation where they've got to start looking elsewhere to help this roster especially defensively just because it seems like the Azili situation that late season addition that I think the Blazers hoped they would have playoff addition someone to to come in here and just play defense and, and be kind of an upgrade Blazers may not have that on the roster this year they may not have that coming later on and they may not be able to wait that much longer either but they are still in wait and see mode definitely understand that but um they may have to look at the market and see what they can get out there for a center to help them defensively because right now they're last in the league in defense and even when Aminu comes back and helps them make up some of that difference uh something tells me that to be closer to where they want to be they've got to uh maybe make an addition to this team because uh as of right now, especially with just how the the situation with Azili is, it, it just feels like the roster is a little incomplete right now. But again, injuries, it's early, lots of time, uh, but it's a, it, it's, a str- it's a time of struggles right now for the Portland Trailblazers, but uh, progress is not a straight line. Uh, they are still doing better than they were last year at this time, but uh, they, they, they've got to figure it out and uh, luckily they've got some time, but, and, and their schedule to start the season was, was pretty tough, but, uh, they, uh, got to figure it out. It does not get any easier for the trailblazers. They are at home for about a week, which is some, some welcome news. For them, after being on the road, they just got back right after Thanksgiving, so they, they're they going to enjoy a couple of home games and, and some rest. They play again on Wednesday, so they, they've got a little bit of a break. They play the Indiana Pacers on Wednesday in Portland, and they have one more home game against the Miami Heat on Saturday before they head off to another five-game road trip. And December, they're going to be on the road for uh, a, a good chunk of it, but um, they will be home for the holidays. But yeah, we got Indiana and Miami this week, Wednesday, Saturday, and then they hit the road on Monday, next Monday, a week from today. Portland Trailblazers fall to the Houston Rockets on Sunday, 130-114. Thank you for joining me. 
I'm Eric Garcia Gunderson. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Audio Boom, TuneIn, Google Play, wherever you can get a podcast. Leave us a five star review. And if you'd like to advertise on the podcast, send us an email at lockedonblazers at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at lockedonblazers. Send us a DM or put us in your mentions, whatever it is. So we'll be back with another episode of Lockdown Blazers. Enjoy the week. Happy Monday. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.